702 Drive, let's talk politics now. Now, earlier in the week, we were chatting to elections analyst Wayne Sussman uh, about all sorts of things, uh, registration numbers, and asked the question when we last spoke to Wayne uh, about the by-elections and what they might tell us uh, in an election year as opposed to the kind of uh, looking through the tea leaves uh, 12, 14 months out uh, from the major poll that we're going to be having in a couple of months' time. One of the things that came up was that most of the newer and smaller parties would not be taking party uh, taking part in by-elections, keeping their resources back for the major campaign itself. But uh, Wayne pointed out on Monday that the MK party, the Mkonto Wesizwe uh, party led by former President Jacob Zuma, uh, was the, one of the exceptions. And indeed, yesterday, they stepped out into the by-election battlefield. Uh, and it's time for us to now welcome Wayne and find out how exactly they did. Wayne, a very good afternoon to you. Welcome back uh, to the show. It was Ward 8. I said it was in Newcastle. I was wrong. It's actually Freyheit, uh, Abba, Abba uh, Kulusi area in the Zululand metro, uh, municipality. Uh, and it was a, a by-election that I think that produced some very interesting numbers. Before we get to the winner, which was the IFP, and talk about how they performed, tell us what the, the MK party achieved and what we might glean from that number. Good afternoon. Thank you, John. Good afternoon. So I think the first point to make is that Zululand is a traditional IFP stronghold of which the, where this ward uh, falls in. So, um, and one of the million dollars we had a strong suspicion that MK and would take votes from the ANC. But how are they going to fare against other political parties? So they came third in this by-election with just under 20% of the vote. Uh, they finished about 12 percentage points behind the ANC, which finished just above 30%. And I think it's a very credible result. The interesting outcome was that they didn't actually take votes from the ANC. And that's why I started by saying that let's remember where this by-election was. This by-election was in an IFP stronghold. So who did they take votes from? They took votes from the IFP, which I, I can explain. They took votes from the Economic Freedom Fighters, and they took votes from the National Freedom Party, the NFP, who weren't on the ballot. That's where they took votes from yesterday. And I think it's a good, credible outcome for their debut, and next week they'll be out again. So where, where are they going to be next week? Is it similar, KZN Rural? KZN Rural North in Upungolo. So we not, what I want to see with MK is how will they fare in by-elections before the uh, national election in places like Ngungunluvu, which is the Natal Midlands in Etiquani and southern uh, KwaZulu-Natal. Those were Jacob Zuma's strongholds. So right now they're showing that they haven't affected the ANC. Let's see next week because the ANC is more competitive in the ward, which will be on next week. But I, I think it's a good start. It's... Um, the, the MK party did well in the informal settlement part of this Freyhate ward, uh, and I think they'd be tough to themselves. So let's let's look at some of the numbers then. The IFP kept the seats; they were up from thirty-five percent to forty-seven. The ANC went from fifteen percent to thirty-one percent, which is kind of counterintuitive uh, if you're expecting MK to take votes from the ANC. 
I know it's very, very early days. Couldn't be earlier days if we tried, Wayne Sussman. But does this suggest that the MK, rather than even if their main meal uh, may well be the ANC and people who feel that the ANC's drifted away from the party uh, they voted for when Jacob Zuma was its leader. Nevertheless, they're also going to be having sizable starters, dessert plates and a lot of bread rolls from other parties as well. And that'll be a great base for them, that they can take votes from all parties, not just the ANC. This was the hors d'oeuvres. I think you put it perfectly. Um, if I'm the EFF, I'm concerned by the fact that they took votes. If I'm the IFP today, I'm concerned. Uh, just one anomaly with the IFP, John, which I think I need to point out, in the last two times we've spoken about by-elections, there have been anomalies is that their candidate didn't come from the informal settlement area. She came from the town. Okay. And traditional DA and Freedom Front, the DA have uh, won this ward in 2016 and came a close second in 2021. They weren't on the ballot and neither was the Freedom Front, which had a credible fourth place last time. So the IFP candidate who comes from the town part of the ward wasn't able to turn out white voters and I think wasn't well known in the informal settlement part of the ward. And that might explain why the IFP uh, lost some ground yesterday. But at the end of the day, uh, I think the IFP will be happy they retained the ward. I think the ANC will certainly celebrate that they've doubled their support in the ward. Uh, and I think uh, MK, as I said earlier, will certainly also be very happy. Great. Thank you, Wayne Sussman. Just the one by election, but we did think it was important to bring Wayne back because that is a moment in the electoral cycle. Uh, the very first time the appeal of the MK party was put to the test uh, in front of South African voters. Uh, of course, rallies are important. Campaigning is important. But in the end, uh, it's all in the numbers that you are able to muster. Maybe you've got a thought on that. Do give us a call on 11-883-0702. Uh, we'll clock in with Wayne next week. After that, Upongolo. Uh, by election. That's, of course, up right in the north of KZN in the Mkanyakude uh, district, which has always seen some very interesting political battles. 27 minutes past three.